This is Suno India Production. You can now listen to all our episodes on our Android and iPhone app. Download it now. At Potoros, a coastal touristy town in Slovenia, delegates from over 50 countries joined in for the International Whaling Commission meeting after four long years. The meeting which was supposed to happen in 2020 was postponed due to the COVID-19 pandemic. The Whaling Commission, also known as IWC, was set up under the International Convention for the Regulation of Whaling in the year 1946. One of the main agendas of this commission was to find out the whale stocks in member countries and conserve them so that the whaling industry is in balance. The IWC looks at various aspects that are connected to the whaling industry. They set catch limits except where commercial whaling happens. They designate whale sanctuaries. They also fund research on conservation of cetaceans. Cetaceans are aquatic mammals including whales, dolphins and porpoises. The IWC also looks at ship strikes chemical pollution climate change conservation management plans entanglements among various other issues that are linked to the protection of cetaceans hi i'm sharda balasubramanian and i'm here with a podcast for snow india from the 68th iwc meeting in potoros slovenia the story is supported by the earth journalism network's biodiversity media initiative At the conference I had the opportunity to interact with the Indian delegates from the Environment Ministry. Bivash Ranjan, the Additional Director General of Forests, told me about the background to India's participation in the IWC. When presence of whales were reported in some Indian coasts, when whales were illegally poached and their carcasses were found on the shores, the Indian government took cognizance of this. and took proactive steps he said in india dolphins were found in the ganges river in system the concerns on river dolphins were brought to the government's notice in the 1980s itself the bihar government created the vikramshila dolphin sanctuary in the year 1991 spanning an area of almost 60 kilometers this was a place where dolphin populations were found abundantly this was also designated as the first aquatic animal sanctuary in asia according to ranjan when whales were killed in various coastal countries iwc came into existence india became a member of iwc in 1971 bivash ranjan says so whole ecosystem and the biology of the whales is not known at that point of time in 1979 before joining the iwc there was a study taken place for the dolphin estimation and its conservations it means our biologists were concerned in that time also that this is a unique animal and their presence should be restored With the support of Wildlife Institute of India, 
Steps were taken to estimate the viable populations of dolphins in the freshwater river systems. Now, there is a benchmark on such populations. Part of the research also looked at habitat fragmentations of the places where dolphins existed. The threat areas were marked as hotspots for conservation, said Ranjan. At the IWC meeting this year, the Indian delegation talked about how they can collaborate on identifying scientific data gaps. They also talked about the need to have connectivity of the cetacean populations across the oceans. It's not just the hot spots that need attention, Ranjan said. The cold spots, that is, those areas which disrupt the connectivity of these populations, need as much attention as the hotspots. India has been proactive in conservation and has taken vital steps to protect the dolphins. One of the most promising projects, according to Ranjan, is the launch of Project Dolphin on India's Independence Day in 2020. Vishnupriya Kolipakam, scientist from the Wildlife Institute of India, talks about India's scientific progress and its stand in voicing out at international forums in the recent past. With the current government, very it, we have declared Project Dolphin. And so our stance on whaling is very clear, that we are against whaling. And um, we've also just declared a marine protected conservation reserve. So that manner, and it's also you can see for the past... Uh, five, eight years or so, in all the international forums also, India's been very proactive and takes a strong stand in what it believes. And I think that's a very nice change that we've kind of um, asserting ourselves and telling what is it that we want. In the conference, India did voice out their stance very clearly. One of the resolutions at the IWC this year was Aboriginal subsistence whaling, and if that should be allowed, purely from the perspective of global food security. Some countries which practiced subsistence whaling and supported it, but India was clearly not in favor. Let's hear what India said in response to this resolution. India acknowledges the vital importance of global food security and of alleviating hunger. However, we strongly believe and practice that non-consumptive use of cetaceans could also contribute to livelihoods. The very concept of life is the mindful consumption of resources for lifestyle for environment, one step ahead in promoting food security. India does not support whaling as a means for fulfilling the food security and emphasizes on opting for other sustainable fishery resources for meeting global food security. Alternate livelihood generation should also be worked upon to compensate food security. Therefore, we do not support this draft resolution. Thank you. The resolution was passed at the IWC meeting as some communities depend on cetaceans for their food security. When I spoke to Vishnupriya, she raised an important question. Why are we not having enough member countries who practice Aboriginal subsistence whaling on this platform to talk about this issue? The fair share of representation from such countries was clearly missing. The perspectives of these countries have to be considered. 
the scientific committees the conservation committees need to have the member countries who practice aboriginal subsistence whaling before any decision is made it's not fair that a handful of countries who do not have these issues take decisions on behalf of those countries who face these issues vishnupriya says more about the need for including such countries in the committees when you do include them then uh, what happens is that there's some kind of ownership with people so you your actions actually are more relatable and they get translated into action and, and i think at the end of the day that's what you want right what is the point of doing science and publishing papers if it's not going to help conservation on the ground when i spoke to some international ngos on the underrepresentation of developing countries at the iwc meeting they said that it is very expensive for them to travel to these conferences some also said that there should be some budget allowances in the commission to accommodate the travel for such developing countries the african countries expressed their anguish and difficulties in procuring visas for attending such conferences this has been a long time problem for small developing nations to attend the iwc meetings this lack of fair representation of countries in the iwc forum was raised by india multiple times india time and again emphasized the need for inclusivity and highlighted the absence of south asian and southeast asian countries and that this absence could lead to skewed decision making vishnupriya voiced similar thoughts when she spoke to me i think the structure of the organization also needs to be more inclusive in terms of uh, regional representation right now the only place where they've tried kind of tried to take take care of things is in the budget uh, subcommittee where they've said all income groups need to be represented in the budgetary subcommittee but i think it holds true for all these committees in whether it's science uh, science committee scientific committee or the conservation committee um at least broadly you need to have member countries who um will be interested or will have something to contribute or will get benefited by any of the actions or agendas that are being discussed in these committees and if you see actually the iwc also like in this meeting also the south asia south uh, you know southeast asia region is very poorly represented and when we do share some of the major ocean territories like the indian ocean and uh, we have a lot of interest and there's a good population of cetaceans in our seas also india which says that it is far ahead when it comes to research and practices openly talked about its willingness to cooperate and collaborate with other countries on conservation management plans so one of the other agendas of india was also to highlight these issues that we all face because most of the time the research is focused on things that are probably not directly relevant to us so one of the other agendas of india was also to highlight what would be useful for conservation management of course research is important because it does inform management but there should also be some active research which uh, is going to have applied implications for cetaceans right now uh, you know it is important to understand birth rate and all these things which we do support 
but we also need management practices you know what are best practices if you see some of the things that uh, the commissioner also said was that we need to emphasize on best practices that the other governments are making and if the scientific committee can really look at them and endorse them then we know that we can also adopt them and india is i think far ahead in terms of the kind of research we do or the kind of management practices that we do like imagine the vision that we already have a river management plan uh, in process we already have coastal management plans and it's going to be part of the district plans uh, to think to that level actually that's where it makes the difference i mean you can do um, you can say all that you want but as long as it's not put into action it doesn't mean anything right and the other thing is also if you see uh, in india the commissioner is always from the government so many of the best practices or many of the informations get tra- directly translated to action very quickly whereas in the other countries they have to go put it up to their government and then the government takes cognizance then they have their own due process to do it at the iwc meeting ranjan spoke about india's dolphin conservation plan and how we could collaborate with other countries on the same here is what he said at the conference we are pleased to say that india has completed the range wise population estimations of riverine dolphins and has taken scientific river rejuvenation program for biodiversity enrichment the government of india recently released marine mega fauna stranding guidelines aimed to improve the coordinations between the various independent government rescue teams responding to marine strandings research and management and data sharing which will assist with the long term conservation of various marine species and their habitats we'd be more happy to collaborate on these aspects of furthering the scientific data gaps for effective conservations another aspect of current need is evaluating meta populations connectivity of marine cetaceans across the our oceans we need technological interventions to undertake genetic sampling that would give a holistic perspective on the current status of the cetaceans across our oceans and rivers especially focusing not only the hot spots but also cold spots which disrupts connectivity scientific surveys are already underway in india to map these cold spots connectivity will be the key to prevent and halt otherwise imminent extinctions therefore we propose multi country regional teams and collaborations with local research institutions to undertake coordinated research in population monitoring conservation scientific management and alternate livelihood generations finally we would like to reiterate our commitment to inclusivity and equal representations of all the relevant stakeholders in these discussions which is currently missing ranjan said that in india amendment of the wildlife protection act has happened already this act has been passed in the lok sabha further conservation plan guidelines have been formulated and circulated the states have been requested to look at them ranjan said that other than this there are issues like ship strikes net entanglement and so on india is also working on how these incidents can be minimized though it cannot be completely eradicated population estimations and threats to these species are the two issues that are closely monitored in the indian coasts india also believed that if certain suggestions could be implemented 
it would lead to significant changes in the commission. Vishnupriya said that India's main agenda in the IWC was to stop whaling and improve the research and conservation agendas. She also throws light on the need for a change and what these changes could be. It's kind of very disjunct. Most of the time, the scientific committee works in isolation, the conservation committee works in isolation, and um, the secretariat actually tries very hard to bring people and member countries together because I know that the executive director has also tried several times to invite us, but somehow there is a gap between uh, research and management and practice and for example one of the things that they've said was that the conservation management plan of um, Asian river dolphin is not yet done whereas we've released a dolphin this is our second dolphin action plan if you remember we had one from 2010 to 2020 also and then now we have another one which is 2020 to 2047 Vishnupriya said that it was important to address today's issues in the scientific and conservation committees. And it was also important to communicate about the state of conservation and science that we are at. She says more. I think there needs to be several changes to the way uh, the commission interacts with its member countries. I think there needs to be a more active effort in terms of there needs to be a country liaison who takes care of certain countries and actively pursues them to submit information. Vishnupriya talks about streamlining mechanisms that will restructure these committees. For instance, in India, any of the ministry initiatives or the committee are geographically zoned into north, south, northeast, west, east. This ensures that everyone's interest is taken care of. Vishnupriya talks more. Without understanding what is happening on ground, I think it is naive for us in this day and age to think uh, we can do science that is useful for conservation. Of course, pure science has its role. I, I do not deny that at all. But that should be one part of the science that is being done. Like, there needs to be active science being done that can be applied. Uh, because every university, local university, everywhere, every country is doing pure research, pure science, where it might not have direct role on application. We're talking about metapopulations for terrestrial mammals for so long. Why are we not talking about that for uh, aquatic species? Is it because we don't have the data of even the populations that exist? I understand that it's very difficult to sample uh, cetacean populations, to get you know genetic data of cetacean populations, but then let's focus on getting that information, right? I mean, then let's do research on getting how to get that information. Vishnupriya talks about how it is easy to dismiss certain things by saying, oh, we cannot get this data, so let us work on something else. There is a need for a change in how the IWC is structured, its functions and its agenda. She concluded by saying that it is high time we revisit this function and also that India should hopefully be taking on an active role in proposing such changes in the next IWC meeting. Thank you for listening to this episode. 
You can now listen to all our episodes on our Android and iPhone app. Download it now.